It's Wednesday, back at it again. Season two, episode nine. Where, episode where's nine the time already? going, man? Yeah, time is flying. Seriously, these days. we are at the end of August, beginning of September of 2020. It's crazy. Yeah, it's September 2nd. We've been in quarantine for like six months now. Six months and counting. Mm, crazy. No end in sight. Really, it's going to be like a full year by the time we can do anything. Well, one day. Anyways, let's just hop right into it. Yeah, what was that title of today's episode? Love, 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 love you. Oh, that's that's the title? Oh, okay. I did not notice that. Uh, I think I was just too disturbed. (laughs) Clearly in reference to the end there with... uh, Satella saying I love you an infinite number of times. Right, yeah, no, that that makes a whole lot of sense. I have to Weird. change my yeah. rankings. I completely forgot what? about her. <laughs> okay. Shoot, you're right. It's all good, all good. I can't edit it. If she didn't make an impression, she didn't make an impression. Yeah, what do you think of today's episode? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a—it uh, was a lot of uh, talk, talk no jutsu once again. But I mean, interspersed no between, between the talking was a whole bunch of action as well. I—I I wasn't expecting them to suddenly introduce all of the witches or almost all of them, but they did, and then they ended up doing a bit of world building too, which was cool. So yeah, I mean, all in all, I think it was yeah. a great, refreshing new take on ReZero. Right, like it was a lot of talking, but yeah, there was just a ton of information that we got this episode. Like, how many new witches do we get? Four? Four, if you count Satella? Yeah, four that we actually get to see, like their physical appearance. Okay, why? I'll I'll just ask the question, why are all of them like children? (laughs) I feel like every every person in this anime is a child except for Wilhelm and Roswell. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like they're even more children-like than Subaru and Amelia and Echidna. That's true. It's It's the Japanese way. <laughs> Maybe yeah, uh, the witch of envy will be very old. Maybe, I mean they're all probably like a million years old, but that is true. But in the their character design, not the same. Um, yeah, I, I think yeah, that's just good how episode I overall. I, I agree. Do you have any yeah. other uh, initial thoughts? Um, I don't think so. The only thing that I thought was like, in the end there when, uh, so at first I was kind of confused on like where we were in the timeline of like, did Subaru just die? Was he in the middle of a trial or something? But then I remembered he got eaten by those rabbits. So he had like, this is the very start of a new life, right? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, exactly. and then when he came out of the temple and all the like darkness was there, that's like something we haven't seen before. So like what what caused this change? It has to have been like the tea party, you would think. Right. Yeah, because she hadn't appeared in any other arc right at the beginning. So Yeah. Right. Right. I wonder yeah. if it was and something then... about like oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I was just going to say, like, Garfield came and res- rescued him this time, and I thought it was, like, probably because, so, like, the last times Garfield didn't like Subaru because of um, the witch's smell on him. Now the witch is there, so there's probably, like, Garfield can't tell that Subaru smells like the witch because she's right there. Very good point. And even if he does smell like him or her, now he knows that, uh, or now he's he's able to deduce that at least they're not on the same side. Maybe. Right. Right. Sure, yeah, I forgot what, what I was going to say. say. I, I, <laughs> I completely forgot. It'll come back later, hopefully. And then the yeah. one part, everybody make sure you guys watch the end credits scene, you know, partially for the song, but also because there was an end credits scene with Roswell. Yep. I thought that scene was fantastic. I feel like he used such few words, but pretty much sent a clear message. I think I'm going to go ahead. Yeah, and let's, let's just talk about it. that. Let's talk about that scene right now and just, we'll, we'll get to the recap after, but yeah. What did you think? What, what message do you think he was saying? Okay. So set the scene for me. Uh, yes. So, the credits just rolled. Um, let's see. It was. It showed the darkness creeping up. Um, Roswell pulls out his book. He's talking. It sounds like he's like talking to someone. I forget exactly what he said, but like, if you want to go to hell, I'll follow you there. Something along those lines. Um, but yeah, it it sounds like he's in cahoots with whatever this darkness is. Okay, 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 interesting. Because what I thought, I thought he said um, something's very, if you're going to walk through hell, I'll walk with you. If you want to live there, I'll live with you, blah, blah, blah. I thought he was mm-hmm. talking to Subaru. Because remember at the very end, he's like, I wonder what mistakes you'll make this time, Subaru or right. something. And then I just, I thought it was interesting that he said this time, because I feel like with, in conjunction with him having that book, which we remember, he named it last time as like the book of all knowing power or whatever. I forget what it's called. Yeah. I feel like if he actually has that book, which tells him everything that's going to happen or whatever, he may actually know about Subaru's power too, which maybe why he trusted him so much to get the job done. Mm -hmm. Because if he's like, hey, if you're going to choose this path of destruction where you just re uh, whatever, whatever you're doing, I'll follow you. And that kind of also confirms that they actually are on the same side. Maybe. Anyway, that's, that's what I thought, but whether or not that's true remains to be seen. Yeah. I I definitely agree that it does that did make it sound like he knew about Subaru's return from death. Yeah, I guess I just wasn't too sure about who he was talking to about following into hell. Right, but yeah, no, that was, we'll a, that was a lot of dialogue. Yeah. 
weird that we'll we find shall out. find out. Yeah, we do. Ralph has consistently been the most mysterious character, so it's nice that we finally get, you know, some insight. I oh, and I think that's why I completely forgot about the witch scene because I think at the end of the day, like we kind of all already have seen a shadow of the witch. But like Roswell just overtakes mm-hmm. that whole scene or that whole past, like the second half of the episode with his like 30 seconds of screen time. And I was <laughs> like, okay, wow. But yeah, him and his book. It's like a, yeah, do you think it's the same book that Betty has or like a, a sister book to it? Yeah, either a sister or the real one that hers is based off of. I, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, where did this dude pull that book out of? Like, exactly. He's just out of thin air. Yeah, how come they didn't see it? It was under the bed. The, <laughs> yeah, it was the in, most in powerful the, the nightstand. Yeah, the nightstand drawer, like where where they usually put the Bibles in in your hotel room. <laughs> All right, next time you're at a Motel Six, just open up the nightstand. Forget it. And you might find a gospel. <laughs> Okay, with that being said, uh, shall we go on to the episode recap? Yeah, let's just jump right into it. What happened first? It was like uh, them just chatting it up at the tea party? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did they say anything over, like, that was that important? Oh, the first thing I wrote down was, like, that overhead shot they did at the very beginning. Mm. That made me, like, sick. <laughs> Maybe like a little nauseous, honestly. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Like you? Oh, I thought you meant. Like no, you I like it. I thought it was art. like. A, yeah. No, I thought it was a cool shot, but it made me like, I don't know, a little, a little, um, uncomfortable. I don't know. Interesting. Maybe that was their intent. Maybe because I did feel like Echidna was making me a little uncomfortable, especially at the end when she was like doing the whole magic hands to the handkerchief yeah. and she doesn't actually do anything and I'm like oh my god okay yeah like is she really on Subaru's side like she's been so nice this whole time but maybe it's all like a, an act or something exactly exactly and yeah. we won't know feel... yeah eventually we will hopefully yeah I will say I mean I feel like she's been nothing but helpful this entire time so I don't know right yeah i don't know i feel like that whole kind of first conversation there at the beginning between them two were kind of was kind of about like a lot of it was changing destiny i feel like that was kind of the main theme there like what can subaru do to change his destiny the destiny of others and then yeah kidna was basically like only or the jealous witch only cares about your destiny, your being Subaru, and like no one else really matters. But then Subaru kind of bounces back and is like, well, I'll use that to my advantage to help other people's destiny. Right. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, I think we as the audience already know this, but for the first time, he can actually talk about it. So that's important. Right. Like he finally gets to vent about it with someone else. Yeah. I will say so that during that whole conversation, I don't think Echidna was aware of it, but like Subaru felt like a pang or something. And then the witch kind of reached out to him, but she didn't touch him. Oh yeah, like from behind him? Yeah. 
So I wonder if that's like a metaphor for what's going on to his actual body right now, or if it's right. just like the witch trying to reach him and for the first time she can't or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I guess then we get to like kind of the middle part of the episode. Did you have anything else about the kind of first part where it's just a one-on-one? Uh, not, not really. I feel like they had a few cute moments and all, but nothing really too worth discussing. I, I will say to something to keep in mind, like what is the witch's intent? Like, yes, I think we have, you know, we get that she loves him, but like what does giving him the power to revive do? But we'll talk about that after we get to that last part. Right. Yeah, then we kind of get to the middle part of the episode where we get to meet three new witches. Um, We got Typhoon, who is the Witch of Pride, Minerva, who's Wrath, and then Daphne, who's Gluttony. Every time I think of the the different sins, I always think of Full Metal Alchemist. (laughs) Always. Did you ever watch that? Um, I think I did. I think I did. I definitely read it. I want to say I watched okay. it because I remember the dog scene. So, like, I watched the dog scene yeah. and it's full animated glory. And yeah. It was terrible. Painful. Painful. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, what do yeah. you think of the, the new witches? I mean, I, th- I first of all, like, when she was like, all right, I'm going to summon Daphne here, uh, I was expecting, like, the chains and whatever, and then I just saw a little girl, and then I was like, don't make eye contact with her, and then I was like, is this a joke? Because <laughs> she's like a five-year-old. And then, and then it was, I was like, super, don't touch her, because the uh, echidna just said not to touch her. And then he touches her, and then his... Blown off. Yeah, and I was like, did you not hear anything? He, because all the girl had to do was play, hey, come on, do it. And then super's like, ah, okay, bye. <laughs> Easily convinced. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, okay anyways but i thought it was interesting because she was like judging him about you know if he is a good guy or a bad guy and it's like hey if you're a good guy mm-hmm. it's not gonna hurt but and it didn't hurt the super so she was gonna rip his arm off either way and it either <laughs> hurts or it doesn't hurt <laughs> exactly but but then it was like um because the other caveat was like she even though he isn't a bad guy he thinks that he's a bad guy so i wonder if like right yeah yeah that's why his whole body crumbled that's when she said that yeah possible possible and then she ends up vanishing only to be replaced by uh who's it minerva 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 the witch of wrath like for me it's just not like adding up and maybe it's not supposed to but like you would think that their actions would kind of match their sin in a way Mm -hmm. right like i don't know what what pride really has to do with being a sinner and then what wrath has to do with almost like helping out subaru yeah i think i think the only thing that connected with wrath was that she kept saying she was mad but she's actually a healer which reminds me of of that konosuba again where she just like 
doesn't really fit her role. Darkness? Darkness. Darkness. Oh. A great anime. Classic. Go watch go watch Konosuba. It's a must watch. It's a, it is a must watch. It's like right, the complete opposite of Free Zero, but they're like similar <laughs> setting. Yeah, no, a similar setting, and the art is actually decently similar too. Yeah, but they're could, they couldn't be more different for everything else. <laughs> it's a good uh, it's a good comparison anime. So if you want to watch two simultaneously, oh oh, speaking of isekai anime, so I think I was on YouTube and I actually saw that there's like a slime episode two, season two or whatever coming out. It's coming out this fall, fall 2020. I'm not sure if that should be like the the anime to watch, <laughs> but I do think no, we definitely. should watch. We should watch it. Period. Yeah, we'll we'll watch it, but we won't make our podcast centered on that one. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there'd be much to talk. <laughs> what, anyway. a, what a letdown that. <laughs> slime, slime tensing. Maybe we'll do Shield Hero. Man, that that was like the same thing as slime. It was like right. good at good at the beginning, and it was like ah, at the end. Maybe we'll do um, "Darling in the Franks" too. Space that edition. I should get behind. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so finally, Daphne reveals herself, and she was unlike anything I'd expected. I think she came straight out of a vampire movie. I don't know. What did you think? Yeah, it was like. Yeah, first you saw the outside, and it just looks like a, a coffin or something. Like, yeah, like you said, a vampire. But then it opens up, and then it has legs. So that looks like, I don't know, some weird robo spider. And then, yeah, she's like a, a five-year-old that's locked up in these chains and has her eyes covered up. And I don't know, it was very, very weird, but very weird. unique. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll settle with Different. that. It's always a unique character design. Unique for sure, for sure. So I guess that kind of fits her, you know, her sin. She's gluttony, so she's chained up, so she can't eat. Right. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, probably. That makes the most sense. I thought what made a lot of sense, though, was that how she ended up commenting on Subaru's scent, and she was like, I actually like that, which is why all of the mob beasts also like that. Right. Yeah, it was funny when she was like, hunger is the most, like, human or something of the, of your feelings. Was it feelings? Something like that. Right. And then she like, yeah, your heart could be at ease, but then... You'll still die if you don't eat. And he, Subaru's like, um, "Well, you're you're making some points there, but uh. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean that that was honestly a good point because like I feel like as people who you know never had to worry about food, like that's yeah. not really the top of our priority list. So it was interesting, right? But yeah, we we got to learn more about the beasts, the di- three great beasts. Did you write them down? Uh, I got the white whale, and I got the black serpent. Is that correct? Yeah, and then the, the great <laughs> rabbit. The great rabbit. I thought another piece of interesting commentary was she, because like she originally made those beasts to like 
make sure nobody would go hungry. But it's like, right. she's also like, you can't have free food. It doesn't just go one way. Right. Which is interesting because the majority of human society right now, it is just one way. Like we just raise all these cows and they just like get fattened up in this pasture and then we kill them and then we take their food. And it's like, they can't do that to right. us. Like we are too technology technologically superior. So it's, uh, it's interesting. Right, yeah, she's like, yeah, the rabbits might eat everyone, but that doesn't mean they can't be killed. So here's some here's some additional information. Yeah, dude, she gave him the whole plan. It's like, get them all in one place and then blow them up. It's easy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> After he made his whole speech about how they've been they've been rampaging ravaging these lands for four hundred years, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill them. She's like, yeah, yeah, here, here, here's the recipe on how to do it. She's like, good luck with that. (laughs) Yeah, good luck. So who did you think about when she was like, find a powerful magic user and use them to lure the rabbits over here? Rosewall. First, first thought. You too? Bait. The first use he's had all two seasons. Wait, maybe... Maybe it's Puck, though. So remember when the the rabbit scene, it was all snowy, right? And, like, mm. it's snowy when Puck goes giant lion mode. And so maybe that's what attracted all the, the rabbits. That's a good point that I had never thought about. So, yeah, who knows? Maybe. Very but possible. Yeah, Rosewall, Puck, maybe even, maybe even Amelia. We'll throw her in the mix. Okay. But. Okay. <laughs> Stretching it a little bit. But uh, indeed. I will say one other comment about the witches. I, I love how every one of them just called Echidna something different. Kid, like, kid. Yeah. <laughs> in particular. But yeah, I just thought, yeah, I mean, it was great that they put in the extra effort to like give everybody unique features about them. So I like that. Appreciate it. Good job, ReZero. Good job. Yeah, like they all have their own color, purple or black or blue or, you know, um, yeah. And what you said earlier that she kind of made the beast for like a a good reason, it seemed like, to feed people. I feel like that was the common thing for like all of the witches when when they gave that description a couple episodes ago that we had to go rewatch because it went by way too fast. (laughs) oh yeah yeah i don't remember what the other ones were i don't like they were all like oh to help people we stopped war or oh yeah to make friends or something like that like they're all kind of like generally positive but probably ended up bad for whatever reason right right that makes sense yeah that's a good point and then and then there's the the witch of envy the last yeah. mystery. Okay, well, that about does it for that part. And then Echidna comes, finds her way back, and then recreates like the exploded place, recreates her little umbrella, and she serves up some cookies and tea all in like two seconds. So it was awesome. And then yeah. Zubaru starts spasming, and there's limited time. Would you drink the body fluid tea? Yeah. 
I would pay Next. to drink it. Oh, how much would you pay per $30. cup? $30. Wow. One-time thing. One-time? Like okay. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I don't like tea, but I like the experience. Of the body fluid. Sure. Not going to comment. Not going <laughs> to deny or accept for fear of getting rejected in any future okay. interviews I may have. But let it okay, be known. Yes, $30. <laughs> for an unknown reason. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, okay. Final thing maybe of that, like, the window vista scene. What do you think of, like, the the payment that Subaru had to give, which was the, the, the wristband? Right. Remind me, what witch is Echidna again? Greed. Okay. Okay. Echidna is the witch of greed. Echidna, as payment for Subaru being able to remember everything in this conversation, which is huge, she offers to take the handkerchief that Petra gave Subaru, right? It wasn't Amelia, it was Petra, of all people. Right. Okay, so she takes the handkerchief, and she doesn't actually even take it. But she, like, puts her hands on there and then somehow, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so she said something about acknowledging this person as well. I don't think she's evil enough to say that she stole all of Subaru's memories of Petra. And I think when Subaru wakes up and he looks at the wristband and confirms, I think, I think, we've, I think that's an indirect assumption that he didn't forget so right. I don't really know. Right. I don't really know what he so did. So like why why did Yeah, so like why did Petra give Subaru the handkerchief in the first place? It's like oh. know, right? So it's like Subaru or this is my take at least. I feel like Subaru's saying I would trade Petra's love for this knowledge. Like he's sacrificing this like sentimental gift just so he can have the knowledge. And he's like, I don't know, like throwing Petra under the bus almost. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good one. That's a, that's a good one. I have an alternate one. Maybe she just yeah. wanted a memento like that. Like she doesn't want to take away from Petra's, you know, sentiment, but she wants her uh, Subaru to give her that because he's going to go on a journey again and she right. may not see each other and so that might be like the the thing that will bond them to the next visit so right and yeah know. maybe he'll be able to come back and um, take it back or something yeah maybe well okay does does echidna love subaru maybe but <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> they, they all do it seems like <laughs> yeah, Subaru is the witch. Um, what is it? The witch hunter. <laughs> the witch hunter. Good nickname. Good nickname. Oh, and we finally learn what the like requirements are to get back into the the tea party. It's wanting to know something, right? Which is interesting. 
Because I can't really remember what he what... Yeah. I don't remember what yeah. he really wanted to know the first time. Right. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that too, and I didn't really know either. Like, he was just smashing his head on the ground. Oh, he was? I don't even remember. Yeah, he, he like woke up after being eaten by the rabbits and started going crazy and was banging his head on the ground. Oh, okay, that's like why he had that wound. On the forehead. Okay. Yeah. I was confused. Okay, okay. That part makes sense. I feel like he really wants to know like what to do. Like He's tried so many times and he's like, I just want to know. But like the first yeah. time, I feel like that was right when he entered the barrier or something. I really do, I'm not sure what he wanted to know back then, but I don't, I don't, I don't think it matters. I, I think we're yeah, maybe it's like a, just I want to know what this place is or what what's going on or something. Right. But yeah, like right. the second wanting to know is much more intense, and then yeah, she said it has to get more intense every time. Yeah, I thought okay, and then just continuing on, but that all makes sense. But continuing on, the yeah. last scene right before. Echidna disappears. She says something about, "Hey, if we do meet again, there's something I want to tell you." Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know what that is, but like when she was saying that, like the whole pixelated screen kind of made her look evil, and I just was not. I was not sure. Yeah, yeah. She she's seeming more uh, suspicious these days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now takes this takes us back to the. Uh, real world, and Subaru finds himself alone again. There's no no sign of Amelia. He walks out and sees a bunch of shadows. Yeah, creepy, weird. But yeah, like he it it immediately feels like uh um what's the word I'm looking for familiar to him. Like he started having the flashbacks of like the his heart getting grabbed and returned from death. It's like, I think he knew that Satella was there just from, like, the moment he walked out. Right. And then she finally shows herself. And then hugs him. Damn. You wish that was you? No. No. (laughs) Because Satella can stay six feet apart. (laughs) Yeah, they're breaking the social distancing there. Exactly. Yeah, and Garfield comes in with the the super punch and breaks them apart. Yeah, I, I'm surprised. I thought I thought the wish would be a lot stronger, but I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Yeah, but but then you saw like the the arms reaching out, right? Which were the same that Battle Goose had. Right. So do you think Garfield can see those? Because but. Up till now, only Subaru has been able to see those arms. That is a good point. It it kind of seemed to me that like the arms came out of the out of the shadow too, and Garfield right. could at least see the shadow. Right. Could he? Like it looked like he was kind of dodging as he was running away. Right. Right. So I'm assuming that for now at least they can see those hands. Right. Yeah. I'm not too sure what actually being like submerged in the shadows does to you, but it seems like the whole town and every house is submerged in the shadows. Right. Yeah, and like Rosewall was getting eaten up by it, so 
you can only assume that everyone else was too. Yeah, and thus concludes this episode. I think next oh, week uh, one, we're in for a good one. Yeah, one more thing. Why do you think she's heading towards the mansion? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, oh, I will say, I think um, it could just be. So she's the jealous witch, right? Yeah. So as she was hugging him, all of those thoughts of those, particularly Rem and Petra, came into like right. view for a second. So it could just be that she's a jealous girlfriend who saw <laughs> her man thinking about other girls, and now she's going to go after them and kill them. Yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing. And I feel like Subaru giving up the the wristband handkerchief plays into it somehow, but I'm, I'm not really sure about that. That was Interesting. Like a, a theory. Yeah, I definitely think the handkerchief is more important than they they make it seem for now. So we'll keep an eye right. on that. But yeah. Oh. Good episode. Lots of lots of quality content ready for next week already. Can't wait. Oh, okay. On to the best scene. Which what was your favorite scene? Oh, um, you can say two if necessary, because there were a lot. There were a lot. I think one was when Subaru was telling Minerva, "Don't say that as a threat," because she was like, "Next time I'll just fix everything," and he's like, "Don't say that as a threat." because <laughs> it's like she's saying something super nice that was yeah. one um and i think my other one was when the when daphne and like her coffin it was like was rocking back and forth i don't know it was like a oh yeah, yeah like yeah. a crab bouncing from one side to the other i thought that was just like weird and out of place but i don't know it was it was into it Nice, solid. Yeah, I thought for I thought for me, like my favorite scene was the Roswell scene. Not, I mean, it wasn't really artistic or anything, but I just thought it was finally a turning point. Like we could understand more about his character. Right. And then I also liked the the uh, the echidna running around and making the cookies and pouring the tea in like two seconds <laughs> scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why? Why was she even doing that? Just because Subaru came back? Yeah, I don't know. Welcome back. Here's some refreshments. <laughs> just like a quick, a quick shot of the cookies being placed down, and Subaru's like, "I don't want your tea. I don't want your body fluids and cookies." <laughs> Dang, savage. All right. Okay. Moving on. Um, how about some user submitted? Are we there yet? Are we at that section? Yeah. Yeah, it's time for uh, questions of the week. Let's go. You got good any eye. this week? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 good, good, good eye, Mike. You ready for the, the a question? What, what, the question, what, questions of the week? What questions oh. of the week? Questions of question, question, questions of the wake, like question, questions of the like. Okay, yes, 
I, I indeed do have one. So, my question is, uh, have you seen any good videos recently? This is submitted good by GameboyFan22. Like on YouTube or anything? I think he just meant anything that is not a picture. Oh, anything that is not a picture. Let's see. Um, so I think I've mentioned this on a previous episode, but I've been taking a lot of, uh, or taking up golf a bit more. Um, so I've been watching a lot of golf YouTube videos. I feel like nice. there's a lot of uh, good stuff out there, you know, trying to trying to work on my, my swing, get that better. Um, one of my favorite golf YouTuber, YouTuber, oh my gosh, I can't talk right now. Golf YouTubers is Rick Shields. He's a Rick Shields. No, no D. It's Shields, but without Shield? the D. Shields. Yes. Shields. Okay. It almost sounds like a porn star, but continue. <laughs> yeah, he he offers uh, easy to follow and good golf tips. How about you? Any good videos these days? Uh, okay, yeah, first of all, interesting. I might have to check out Rick Shields because my golf swing is still lacking, but my roommate has a golf <laughs> club in our living room, so perfect place to practice. Anyways, yeah, actually, I do. So I started watching this one Netflix series. Not on Netflix, actually. It's on YouTube. They put a free. They put it all for free. I don't know. It's like a documentary series about a bunch of different art fields. Yeah. One of them was the photography one. I sent it to you and, like, Justin and other photography friend but yeah i mean i ended up watching the whole thing with my mom like at home and then we would just have like these small little discussions as the video played but like uh it just follows this dude called platon who like did the portrait of vladimir Putin. basically every famous person that has ever been on times magazine or whatever magazine he did like their shot but like the way he described the process it wasn't just like you know I'll just make make the settings right. I'll take a picture. I'll just pose, pose, pose. Like he would talk to the person, and like he would understand them, and then yeah. he would get them to think about a certain time or like a certain emotion that they were feeling during this event or whatever. And then he would just beautifully walk over to his uh, his camera and just like freeze that moment in time, and then you know edit the shit out of it. But it's like that. <laughs> moment in time nice. represents that story and that connection that they had and then you can actually kind of almost like see the story emanate out of his pictures which i thought was great because right. just like in contrast like i've been doing you know the, the graduation pictures and like the proposal pictures recently for my friend it's yeah. like yeah i feel like i'm so worried about like you know composition and like uh lighting and everything that like I just forget that hey I'm like here to capture this moment and this emotion not just like you know to like focus too much on the actual picture taking but to like focus on the process itself like because I would just be like hey just pose there uh, and I feel like I definitely could have had a conversation more and asked about classes and been like hey imagine you just are, are you like walking down the graduation aisle or something and like you then I put in so much work. And then just think about all that. And then they think about it and they like put on this smile that actually represents like that experience. And then you 
capture it. And then it just it just means a lot more because every time they see that, they're also like, damn, that was me putting in work. Anyways. Right, yeah. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to watch that yet, but uh, now I might have to. Definitely would recommend, but yeah, I mean, no rush. It's it's all for free, and it's on Netflix, and it's forty something minutes, so not too long. All right, reach into the mailbag for you. Grab any mail. Uh, let me see. Any uh, Labor Day weekend plans? Yeah, too late. Labor Day. When is Labor Day? It's on Monday, man. Oh, yeah. So I don't think I'm gonna go anywhere, but I think I'm gonna. I think I had planned to watch *The Five Bloods* in honor of Chadwick Boseman. So I'm nice. watching that on Saturday. What about you? Nice. Um. Yeah, just going to Chicago. I think play some little little golf. Oh, you can, yeah. yeah, but mostly just chilling. Interesting. I may play some golf too. We can uh, yeah. we can virtually battle it out on an eighteen hole course. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, my goal is under two hundred. How about you? Uh, trying to get under one hundred. Okay, solid, solid, solid goal. I'll let you know how it goes. I I may actually just do it. I've yeah, been, I've been it. itching to get on that green. Yeah, dude. It's fun. Sounds good. Okay. All, All right. right. Hit us with your uh, top three and bottom one for the week. All right. We're nearing the 43-minute mark. We just actually hit it. So, all right, let's go. Without further delay, uh, my worst, worst person. I put Typhon. I feel like, I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. was not – even a bad character, but I don't know. Yeah. You give them a handshake and you rip their arm off and then you <laughs> crumble their whole body. Anyways, kind I mean, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So coming up at number, I gave an honorable mention number four. I put Daphne. I just thought, you know, unique character with her mecha suit drooling with the round teeth. The yeah. mother of the three great calamities. Like, what do you not like about that? Great character. And then she goes around and tells him, tells us how to kill all of them. It's great. Right. No, but then she has that secret dark side in her when she's like, try if you can, human. Anyways, number three, yeah. I put Minerva just because she reminds me a lot of a character that I play or that that's in my mobile game that I play. The way that she just <laughs> like came out from the sky, healed, did some healing, and then left this crater the ground yeah good stuff good stuff and for number two i put roswell i thought you know even though he only had 25 seconds ish of screen time those are very significant seconds and i i do think he's actually on our side now which uh, changes my mind about him. Yeah. and for number one i ended up putting easy easy number one i think for like the third week in a row or in my oh man Anyways. Oh man. Right. We were we were so close once really? again. Yeah. Last I put I put Typhoon. Yeah. Just cause uh <laughs> crumbling Subaru's body dick move. Not cool. Number three, I put Roswell. Okay. Um Yeah. You know, I, I was like, who am I even gonna put for number three? And then that last scene hit 
instantly knew. Easy. Nice. Number two, I put Daphne. Um, yeah, I thought she was just like such a unique character. Like, definitely unlike everyone else we've seen in the show so far. So, kind of a refreshing take there, I suppose. True. Number Dale one is blinded. Yeah. And bound. <laughs> to the two best bees. <laughs> And number one, Echidna. Easy. Easy pick. Easy. No explanation needed. But we'll see. Maybe she'll end up being uh, against us and she'll end up on the worst one of these days. I think even if she does does go against us, she's not making it to the worst. But we'll <laughs> see. We'll see. I think our criteria of worst is very loose. So kind of changes with the week. Yeah, it's not necessarily the bad guy because the bad guy has been in our our top now and then exactly well i think that that does it hit us with the replication of the sound outro oh i don't even know it off the top of my head i'll leave that up to you <laughs> okay i actually i actually got the whole thing ready it's um bam 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 bam